Welcome back to the Prayer is Breathing podcast. My name is Latoya and I want to thank you for listening and for subscribing. So this week, I want to talk to you about the quiet place, a place where we get alone with God. Now, there is no substitute for prayer. It doesn't matter how many TikToks you watch, podcasts you listen to, your favorite Christian influencers online, you have to have a prayer life. And having a prayer life means that you are intentional about spending some alone time with God. It may be the most challenging thing to do, especially in this society where we are pulled left and right. There's so many distractions. There is so much busyness that takes place, especially in America. I don't know about you, but there's so many side jobs, side hustles, Zoom meetings, calls, lists, more calls, more emails, flyers, all these different things, family, games, soccer, so many different things that pull our attention. But it is important, it is critical that we find time to pray, that we really prioritize God. The word talks about that in all things, he should have preeminence. So we wanna make sure that God is first, God is foremost, he's the center of it all. And I truly believe with all my heart and soul that when we are quiet, before the Lord. God begins to speak to us. God begins to download things to us. God begins to pour out his heart. Even in friendships or relationships, when you spend time with each other, you begin to tell them more about yourself. You begin to engage them more. And I believe that when we show God that we are serious about hearing from him, that God begins to speak to us in a greater way. And I want to talk to you about what Jesus did, because many of us, we may be pouring out in ministry, pouring out with our families, witnessing, spreading the gospel, whatever it is that you do on a day-to-day basis. But we can learn from the example of Jesus because Jesus made sure that he had a prayer life, which is so powerful and intriguing to me. So I want to look at Luke chapter five, and we can start with verse 15. It says, however, the report went around concerning him all the more and great multitudes came together to hear and to be healed by him of their infirmities. So we see that Jesus was busy. Can we agree? So great reports went out. Multitudes came together. I don't know if you've ever been in a place where you feel like so many people are pulling from you, pulling from your time, pulling at your attention. There's many assignments, many tasks. And Luke chapter five, verse 15, I want to read this again. It says, however, the report went around concerning him all the more and great multitudes came together to hear and to be healed by him of their infirmities. And do you know what his response was? Verse 16, it says, so he himself often withdrew into the wilderness and prayed. There is no better way to take care of your soul. I know we talk a lot in this society about self-love, but there's no greater love than being able to spend time with the Lord, being able to allow God to refresh you, to renew you, to pour back into you. And I love that it says in verse 16 that Jesus often withdrew into the wilderness and prayed. And I believe that the wilderness 
represents a quiet place, a place that is void of distractions, a place where we are still. Maybe there's not crowds of people around, but sometimes we have to be refreshed. We have to be recharged. And really part of that is being intentional because if we're not intentional, quiet times will not just come. You know, people will not just say, Hey, I'm not going to call you today. Or your phone is completely silent or you have no notifications. You have to be intentional about quieting yourself in the presence of God, which can be challenging. Sometimes our mind, we can have so many thoughts going on, but there is a place of stillness. There is a place of rest that the Lord wants to bring us to. And there is also a place where the enemy has released so many distractions in this hour, in this time that we're living in. Of course, we have social media. Of course, we have multiple jobs. You name it. There are so many distractions, but God is calling us deeper. God is calling us higher. I heard a couple recently and they were talking about how they went off the grid. They went on vacation. They turned their phones completely off. They did not answer any calls, even those that seemed to be so important. And that just spoke to my heart because I think about going off the grid with God, going to a place where we spend time in prayer and we're not allowing ourselves to be interrupted or distracted. And I believe that when Jesus often went to the wilderness to pray, it was a place where the multitudes weren't coming to look for him or coming to find him. And it was a place where he was able to truly focus and to be settled because that's what we all need. We all need a place that is a quiet place, a place where we are with God. And some translation says that this is a lonely place that he drew to. He withdrew to lonely places and that is okay. It's okay sometimes to be in a season. It's okay sometimes to be in a wilderness. It's okay sometimes to turn off social media and turn off sounds. Sometimes in prayer, I just sit when it's completely quiet, when there's no music, no background, nothing, just sitting and being still before the Lord. And in that God is able to speak and do something new. Is it a fight? Yes. Is it a challenge? Absolutely. But when you love the Lord, you want to make time. You want to be intentional about spending some time with him. I'm the type of person where I can have several tabs open on the computer. I can focus on several, several different things at the same time. I believe that, you know, I can multitask. And so it is a discipline sometimes to just sit and to be still. And we need the help of the Holy Spirit in order to do that. But I just wanted to share with you today the importance of the quiet place, the importance of what God wants to do behind closed doors. And we see this in Luke chapter five, that ministry is great. It's wonderful. All the multitudes came and they were healed, but it is also important that you take care of your personal walk with God, your personal relationship with God. When nobody else is around, when nobody else is there, when nobody else is pulling from you or applauding you or affirming you that you are fortified in your walk with God. And none of us are perfect. It's a struggle at times, but it is also important and something that we should prioritize as a goal. 
And so we have to set some goals in God and get to a place where we are saying, okay, Lord, you have my heart. You have my attention. Sometimes we don't even have all the words or the things that we want to say. But I want you to understand that all the distractions, some of them are intentional. Some distractions, they are good. They may not be, it may not be sin or something evil, but it is designed many times to take your attention or to take your focus off of spending time with the Lord. So don't just think that distractions are bad things or evil things. Maybe you're doing a ton of good things and the things that you are doing are great. We see that Jesus was busy in ministry, but he made time. He made time. And it says that he did this often. It was a part of his practice. It was a part of his lifestyle. I remember God speaking to me and saying that, you know, ministry has so many sacrifices. We sacrifice so much sometimes in ministry, but guess what? Your personal prayer life is not one of those sacrifices. So I want to say that again, ministry requires sacrifice, but your prayer life is not one of those things that you have to sacrifice. It is very easy to get off guard. It is very easy to have good intentions and still fall away from God, fall away from your first love. And so God in his great grace and mercy, he draws us unto himself. He's pursuing us daily. He wants to spend time with us. And as we make time, not only does he speak, but he moves in our hearts. One of my favorite verses, probably my favorite verse is John chapter 10, verse 27. It says, my sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me and I give them eternal life. And so as his sheep, we are to hear his voice and he gives us eternal life and we follow him. And so growing up, I didn't think that God spoke. I thought that God was very quiet, maybe introverted, that he just sat up in heaven and didn't really talk to anybody, but I was completely wrong, right? Because we know that God speaks. And that's why I love John chapter 10, verse 27, because it just speaks to the sovereignty of God, the awesome power of God, but also the fact that God desires to relate to us. He desires to speak to us. And so I love that about the Lord, that the word says, my sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me. So let this podcast be an encouragement to you. Maybe you have to rearrange some things. Maybe you have to look at your schedule and revisit some areas and see where are some places that you can withdraw and go and be quiet before the Lord. I plan on taking a few days this week just to settle and to be still and to really focus on what God wants to do. So maybe you have some time where you can go on vacation, but it's important. I'm praying Holy Spirit, teach me how to cultivate and how to be intentional and how to sustain the fire of God and prayer and passion and pursuit and going up higher and and deeper and hungering for more of God because we're living in the last days where the Bible says the, the hearts of men will wax cold. And so we have to be intentional to say, God, set a fire in my heart. Let me not lose my first love. Let me not become so busy that I do not have time for you. 
God, I pray right now for every person that is listening to this podcast, myself included, God, that you would open our eyes to see you. God, you would give us ears to hear your voice. God, I thank you, Lord, that we can come against every form of distractions. God, that we can be intentional about seeking your face. God, I just thank you for your grace and your mercy. I thank you, oh God, that you don't give up on us. You don't throw us away, but your mercies are new every single morning. And so God, right now we wage war against distractions. We wage war against everything that comes to take our attention and take our affection. God, we wage war even against the uh, addiction really of social media and likes and notifications and just always being interrupted. God, I pray for a stillness that we would be able to be still and to hear your voice and to know what you are saying. God, I thank you that you would break off everything that is not like you. You, oh God, will cause your presence to arise in our hearts. God, that we would see you in a new way, that Lord, we would yield to what you want to do, that we would not be so busy and so consumed with the cares of this life, but we would be good soldiers, oh God. We would be people that will hear your voice because this is the generation of those that seek you, of those that seek your face. And so God, may we seek your heart. May we seek, oh Lord, to know you. Your word says in Psalm who may ascend into the hill of the Lord. He who has clean hands and a pure heart and has not lifted his soul to an idol. And so God help us to see where there may be idols or things that we value more important than prayer. And God tear down every idol, tear down everything that hinders us from making time to be in your presence. Lord, we just love you. We honor you. We bless you. We give you praise, honor, and glory in Jesus' mighty name. All right. So make sure you read Luke chapter five, verse 15 and 16. Also, I'm very excited to announce that I'll be launching a woman's Bible study called the equipping. So if you want to be equipped with the word of God, this will be a zoom Bible study, mostly online, but we will have monthly meetups. I am excited about it. You can follow prayer is breathing on Facebook and also on Instagram for more details that will be coming very, very soon. God bless you. Be encouraged. Let's continue to seek the Lord. God is doing some amazing things in this hour. And I don't know about you, but I do not want to miss it. So I'm rearranging some things in my schedule to say, Lord, here am I. You have my attention. You have my focus. You have my affection. My eyes are on you. Glory. Hallelujah. Amen. So I pray that you have a blessed week. Be sure to tune back in next week. God bless.